Live from the booth at Pops, it's time for the Riverdale Review! Welcome back, pals, to another episode of the Riverdale Review, the Pals Network's weekly Riverdale Review Show. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined today by my pal in podcasting, Mr. Kale Ward. Mr. Kale, don't count all your chicken's eggs in the basket before you hand them to the farmer. I lost track. What are we talking about? Nailed it, buddy. Good job. All righty. And joining us in the booth today, the returning guest, Mr. Jeremy Rodriguez. Hello, everyone. I have no idea how to top what Kale just said, so I will just say hello. Well, you made it through a complete sentence, so I think you may have just now, topped what Now, hold on. Said. It was a complete sentence. That's good. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I'm not here to sling shit at you today, man, because... Because I was right at, about everything. Well... All right, so don't be shitty, because I was about to say uh, it. Listen, so we've been doing this show for how long? <laughs> you might as well have said Kale Shitty Ward. <laughs> Wait, I'm a little bit behind uh, on the episodes. What is Kale right about now? Now I need to know. So one of Kale's oldest and most long-running, what I thought was a conspiracy theory, was the was suspecting Hal as the, uh, the Black Hood. And um, I know we usually do spoiler-free in the beginning of the show, but... Uh, <laughs> There, there seems to maybe be a nod in that direction. But, uh, but, uh whoops. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode was was something else. Uh, so but let's let's do that real quick before we get into the whole thing. You know, sorry we spoiled that one little bit. There's a clue. Maybe something's the whole going on there. Episode is I'm never going to listen to this podcast again. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the Riverdale review. <laughs> So what, what did, uh, Jeremy, you're a guest, what did you think of the episode? Uh, I, I, real, I don't know why I did that audible sigh just now, it made, it made it sound like I was frustrated with it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I remember what the audible sigh was, is that I really fucking hate Archie this season. I don't know if I've ever actually expressed that to you at all, Pete, but I really hate Archie this season, and I hate him even more now, and we'll get into that once we get to the non-spoiler-free aspect of this episode, but yeah, that's what I'll say as far as Archie is concerned. Other than that... Yeah, fair enough. Um, earlier in the season, we were promised that this that this season was going to go in a more horror-driven direction. And I felt like this episode, especially, there was a lot of homages to different horror movies and whatnot. The music was on point this yeah. episode. Yes. And then there was that- Yeah, and- Oh, um, go ahead, Jeremy. No, I was just gonna say, there's that one scene where Archie is walking down the street, and yeah. then- Yes! He goes and looks around the bushes, and then there's the Black Hood, and then he walks a little bit further, there's Black Hood behind him. That's straight- that's, That scene is straight out of Halloween. Yep. The original yep, 1978 right. version, and yep. that really got me excited. I was like, "Oh, look! There's a pop culture reference. Great!" Yeah, and, <laughs> and then, a good then one. there's um, yeah, exactly, right, right, <laughs> yeah. And then there was there was that other scene later on as well with the um, where where he goes to the house, obviously, which you know we'll talk a little bit about later. But uh, that also had like a very distinct kind of horror vibe, and you know, just having like the kind of dilapidated house, like it, it gave mm-hmm. me like kind of um, like an Amityville or like an It kind of vibe, you know, like just that like turning something kind of mundane and small town into, like, this very spooky environment. Exactly. So I was definitely a fan of how they were going back into that horror direction, because I felt like the show... Yeah! I felt like the show has gone downhill for a little while there, but, you know, I felt like this Absolutely. episode really, you know, brought my expectations up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, and I, I we, we've agreed with that. I think uh, season two, the middle of the season really, really took a dip, and I think the thing we've been kind of consistently saying over the last couple episodes is that, like, Riverdale hasn't made good use of its extra episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
um, and that all of the stuff that's happened um, kind of in the absence of the Black Hood has felt like the show's been kind of struggling to find its identity. So uh, I thought this episode was really – I don't I'll go now. Um, I thought this episode was really great uh, because it, I felt like it tied up a lot of loose ends and um, put some finality on stuff that we were really getting fucking sick of. Yeah. Uh, which is great, and um, I think it moves several of the storylines into, uh, like, kind of, not necessarily, like, keeping to move them in new directions, but, like, literally ending them and turning a corner. Exactly. And, like, the show needed to do that. And I think establishing a new overarching uh, mystery in the in the Return of the Black Hood um, is, is good, because I think the show kind of needs something like that to, to ground itself. And uh, as much as, like, I like the, you know, family drama and all that stuff. I think um, it had trouble subsisting on that alone. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, but yeah, so overall, I, th- I thought this was a really strong episode. Um, and I think uh, one of the better ones of the season. And I think it did a good job of kind of um, being like a bit of a return to form for like what Riverdale is when it's at its best. You know, like really achieving the things it's good at achieving. Uh, it had me on the edge of my seat a couple times. I audibly like, you know, yelped out in my notes. I have lots of all caps and exclamation points. So big, seems like we, I, big scaredy cat. Oh my God, dude. I, when that fucking ringtone rang and there's just that shot of Betty in the kitchen, my fucking butt just clenched. Uh, <laughs> I got serious chills when that song came back on. I was like, he's back. Yes. It's like, Oh no. <laughs> it's just oof. So, so Kale, what were what were your thoughts on the episode? No, I I agree with uh, pretty much everything that's been said. Um, you know, I I watch in the daytime, so the 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 horror the the better parts of the horror element uh, is lost on me. But um, <laughs> the music was on point. Like you know, the the suspense and everything was was really really good. And like I I really. Uh, loved you know bringing up the ringtone like that callback but also how it's just like things have been sort of almost relaxed for betty uh you know here since at least for the last couple episodes yeah since you know they got him you know in quotes so it's it's it it was a really good tense moment when you hear that ringtone it's like there it is again it's just piling piling it back on you know in the in the you know in a in a really hard intense moment. So in my in my notes for that moment, I literally just wrote in all caps the black hood, and then under and then did an indent, and underneath it just wrote fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's like that's pretty I'm much how I feel goodness. about this whole episode. <laughs> and I'm saying thank that's goodness one of the, the better villains of the season is back. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, and because I, you know, oh, go ahead, even go ahead, yeah. even the return of Nick St. Clair, like you know, he's he was a decent villain, uh, and he mm-hmm. was one with oh, yeah. like a face, and who is actually a, a piece of shit. <laughs> and, oh god, yeah, yeah. and uh, well, and and the thing I really like about Nick St. Clair as a villain is like I like the Black Hood is like you know he's a he's like a comic book character. You know, sure. like he's a he's a 
he's a like a like a slasher yeah kind of monster character combined with a like psychological you know like bane kind of villain who's like trying to fuck with someone and really you know what i mean yeah. like get under their skin mm-hmm. um that's 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 fiction shit i like that nick st Clair feels like a believable villain like oh like real life villains look like nick st Clair. yeah no oh, definitely yeah. and like you know uh, what we saw him do in this episode obviously just played into, you know, his broader status as, like, a fucking privileged fuckboy sociopath. So, um, <laughs> it, that was, think, you know. It's funny because, like, when he when he puts down his final chips and is like, well, this is what I want. And Veronica goes, that's disgusting. I went, I went, like, in any other show... The writer's room would be like, nah, that's not believable. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Riverdale's not concerned with what's believable. <laughs> well, I think especially in this day and age, especially in this political climate, too. Just like, you know, there's no other word to describe it other than it's disgusting. There's there's no other word to yeah. describe it. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I, I, I really liked how, and we're just, you know, Sorry we didn't do spoiler free well this week. What's up? <laughs> Fucking Riverdale review, like the show, share it, all that stuff. Uh, thanks for sticking around. I, mean, I was I was skating uh, around it, so you still have yeah, to Yeah, but we're a fucking right. we fucked this up. Yeah, like I'm just saying the like episode's over. Hey, it's This great. episode was exciting. We you know, we wanted to jump right into it, so sorry. Normally I'm a little bit better about the host, but you know, I was excited to talk about Jeremy with this one. So, you know, remember, uh, you can support the show by um Giving us a like on your platform of choice. If you're a YouTube listener, like it, share it with a friend, subscribe to the channel, click the bell so you actually get notifications when the videos go up, and uh, tune in every Wednesday. And uh, that's all the plugs I got to do. So, yeah, uh, th- that whole thing like was so cool. I thought because it, it that's such a like that's such a thing that's easily gross and tropey. And I thought it was cool that like they gave us the whole scene of like Archie running through the streets to save her. And by the time we get there, he's already fucking on the floor and it's like (laughs) fucking Veronica doesn't need saving. You know, it's like she's in control of every situation all the time. That's her thing. You know, I, I really expected, um, Cheryl to have started like a, a team death squad, you know, kind of similar to Archie's. I, I was just about to say we, that. And I, just wait. And I, like, who knows, yeah, yeah, man? Yeah. Well, I, I would have, I kind of expected Cheryl and, and Josie and, and the rest of, you know, the river death vixens to show up in, in their capes oh. and stuff and just destroy him. That would have been so crazy. Now, I mean, honestly, when I saw her at the funeral, it, it honestly made me think, you know, when they're all wearing those capes and shit, I honestly thought it was. I hated that so much. <laughs> Like, can I just say, I've been really high on Cheryl the last couple episodes. Oh, I love like, Cheryl. Oh my god, yes. I, I, I really love Cheryl as a character in general, but I, I think, like, her entire, like, arc this half of the season I've been really into, mm-hmm. I fucking hated her this episode. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, you, and, if you can't handle her at her funeral garb, River Vixen, <laughs> then you can't handle her at the movie theater with Tony. You just can't. Maybe she's not actually your favorite character. <laughs> No, and, and, like, and that's the thing, is, like, honestly, even at her worst, like, I love to hate Cheryl, so it's, like, it's fine, uh, She's but, like, just, 
everything she did this episode made me fucking cringe. Like, those outfits were, was like, why do they just have black versions of their fucking cheerleading outfits for no reason? And they wear them all to a funeral and wave pom-poms while she fucking sings this dramatic-ass song. That's That was bad enough. And then, like... Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Am I missing something, too? Like, how did Cheryl get the gig to sing at a funeral, exactly? Like, what, are there... Like, yeah! Well, hang on. <laughs> Cheryl didn't get the gig. Cheryl took the gig. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That would be very on brand for her, to just, like, you know, just jump up yep. and be like, hi, I'm gonna sing a psalm in honor of this. Yep. <laughs> yep. And just, like, her whole thing of just, like, oh, my vixens and I are gonna yep. serve justice yep. and, like, the death of our sister or whatever. I, I, I literally, I was just like, this shit is so dumb. Like, come on. <laughs> like, you're cheerleaders. Fucking relax. <laughs> like, oh, but it's so uh, different when it's a football team, huh, Pete? You no, that shit was ridiculous, shit. too. I fucking called them idiot terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> As much as I feel like like Cheryl's whole thing was like super extra, like don't get me wrong, I'm one thousand percent ready for them to all throw on domino masks and run around in their cheerleader outfits and beat the shit out of people. Hell yeah, <laughs> I would enjoy yeah. seeing that honestly. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm I'm five hundred percent here for that. <laughs> Any excuse to see more Cheryl? That's that's all I need. That's all I need yep. to keep the show going. <laughs> oh yeah, and like. I don't know. I uh, I'm I just I like that she's been getting more screen time this season. Oh like, yeah, definitely. I, I feel like, or not this season. I guess this part of the season because I think in season one she was obviously a huge part of it. But you know, I think she kind of seemed like she was getting shuffled around a bit in the middle of the season. Just like the entire show was just, what do we do with any of these characters? <laughs> the fuck are we doing right now? That's funny. I was um one of the writers for Riverdale. Her name is Britta London. She actually said in an interview she always said that if a scene's not working out in particular, just add Cheryl. And the scene works. So <laughs> I like I think I said that same thing on the like first episode we did of this show, where it's just like there's that scene where like it's the first it's like one of the earliest episodes in season two, and she just walks into a room and it's this slow pan on her in this bright, loud ass red dress. And I'm just like, Cheryl just fucking owns every scene that she walks into, you know? It's like I fucking I, I can't get enough of her. What's what's the name of the actress who plays her? Uh Madeline Pesh. Yes. Thank you. It was on the tip of my tongue. Thank you. I'll talk. <laughs> she's so underrated. She's bitch. She's good. Like, she's good. She like she's so good. And like, don't get me wrong, because like I fucking I'm. We talked about this last week with Olivia. Like I'm just as much on the fucking you know, uh, Cami Mendez and Lily uh, Reinhardt train as everybody else. But like, oh, underrated guys. Yeah. Underrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, cannot right. get enough of Cheryl. Shut up. All right. Guys, shut up. Let's get into the good part. <laughs> Let's talk about the good stuff. <laughs> like what? Like all the attempted murder and shit. Yeah. All the attempted well, murder. Well, which, which part? That's my... There's like five attempted murders. Right. Where all do you right, want right, to start? Right, right. <laughs> so do we start, do we start with Archie and Veronica, or do we start with Jughead and Betty? Let's start with Jughead and Betty, you because... You want to start there? Because oh, no, I you... felt like that has more meat on the bones. Well, I guess that transitions into the Black Hood conversation better. All right, so fine, fine. We'll rewind. We'll talk about Nick St. Clair, Veronica, and Archie. Let's start there. Perfect. So, Jeremy, uh, as our guest, what were what was your takes on this this plot line, this episode? Before you start that, though, Jeremy. Okay. Do you think Veronica actually knows who Boris and Natasha are? <laughs> she doesn't. I mean, she's way too young to watch to have watched Rocky and Bullwinkle. 
right? <laughs> She's she she has made a lot of old school references like that, and I, and I think it's just because she's a cultured she's a cultured woman. I don't. I feel like that's that always. Cultured. I feel like that always <laughs> happens with, show, with shows that revolve around so many pop culture references. You're always like, how do you have time to watch all these shows? Because yeah. seriously, sometimes I want to just look up shit in the dictionary, and I'm like, is you know, does this mean something? <laughs> I think like that's I was saying that's one of those things where I feel like it's very like. This is obviously dialogue for a teenager written by an adult. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> uh, let me say... Uh, wait, 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 like, all this is going into the into the actual show, right? Because I hope it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, because... The, funny we talk about pop culture references, because let me tell you what I did um, just last week. So, in the scene where Veronica is wearing Diabolique perfume... Do you I remember that? When, she, when, yep. when Nick St. Clair asks, like, oh, what is this perfume? And she's like, do you believe I wore it just for you? Honestly, let me tell you, I googled the do you believe, and I was thinking, oh, wow, this is going to be a big pop culture reference. And there actually is a movie called do you believe? Huh. And it's based. It, it was. Um. It was a 1996 film, and then there was also a French film that was based on. I think in 1950s. Um. Alfred Hitchcock okay. actually was inspired to make Psycho because of this movie. Oh wow! Yeah, very interesting, right? So I was thinking, it's a like, deep cut. I was thinking, like, oh, this is this is gonna be so cool. So it's on Amazon Prime, and I actually watched it last week, thinking, like, I'm gonna have so much to add to this conversation. <laughs> well. Guess what? It's in the middle of the movie. I end up googling Diabolik again. It's actually the name of a real perfume. <laughs> so I just want to say it was. <laughs> I just want to say it was very, very big of me to do the research for this, <laughs> but it turned out to be nothing. Okay. Well, I, all right. I really appreciate that you're like, oh man, I'm gonna be so ready for this episode of the I'm show. Gonna have this so week. much to add the to the show. They're gonna want so me back impressed. every episode. I thought I thought you volunteered to be on the show this week a little quick. <laughs> He's like, I'm coming, prepared. I was really so excited, okay, this. and then it turned out to be nothing. So I was a little bit disappointed. That is, but that is the best. Was it? Was it <laughs> at least? Was it at least a good movie? It was okay. I didn't even finish watching it because I was so disappointed in the fact that it meant nothing. So. <laughs> but. No, oh, a, that's amazing. It was, it was a pretty intriguing premise. And, like, the entire time I was watching it, I was thinking, like, oh, like, maybe, like, this is very symbolic. Basically, it's about, um, it's about a, a wife and the mistress of a man, and they plot to murder their significant other. Their, well, it's not their husband, okay. but it's one woman's husband, yeah, yeah. the other one's boyfriend, you know? And basically he ends up coming back to life and, like, torturing them and everything like that. And, you know, it's, it's this whole, like, thriller scheme so i was like i try i kept trying huh. to make connections to it, <laughs> it it's, you're just you're just sitting there like when does the riverdale shit come up like <laughs> it's like what it would be a sort of like backward comparison right like her old boyfriend comes back from the dead and you know starts torturing archie and she's got to, yeah there. i guess you, yeah let's let's go with that let's go with that i didn't completely waste my time <laughs> How much? How much did you spend on this movie? Well, we gotta justify that much money. Well, no, I have an Amazon Prime account, so it was just like it was one of the free movies. Oh, okay. so. All right, all right. Oh, thank God. I didn't so, waste my time entirely. We don't make that kind of money. Exactly. I wouldn't <laughs> spend money to actually watch this movie. Well, who knows? Maybe if I was like really intrigued. 
who knows but anyway what tangent was were we about to go on the- well <laughs> uh, we were we were t- oh go ahead Cal. in that shot so we were talking about the the diabolique shot right uh yes hmm. so diabolique as in diablo right female diablo sure. if you notice right. Uh, in that shot right behind Veronica, you can see the cross of the window. Yes. I thought that was really interesting. I did notice that. Uh, you know. Yeah. Ooh, good catch. Yeah, yeah. Just a nice little bit of uh, – Cinematography, what's yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that was a very um, quick, simple analysis. So. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't waste two hours of your life, Kale, and that's great. <laughs> well, I mean, I did watch Riverdale twice, so <laughs> – you also uh, <laughs> did go to however many years of uh, you know church to be able to catch sweet little Catholicism any, references. Any like old that. cross I can see. Don't ask me. Ask, I got a cross in my <laughs> my dang old window here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, yeah. So I um I thought this was interesting because I I can't say I really expected the return of Nick St Clair, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I, I really appreciated it. You know, I thought, I thought this was a really well developed storyline. I think my, my big issue with it is I'm mad about how it ended. I really thought the ending was, was bad. Mm. Um, huh. because I, I thought that Veronica going above her parents' head and like calling Hiram out on his like deception again you know, was, like, a strong moment for her. And then when she's like, oh, you can explain it to Archie, and Archie's like, I'm not mad. I just want you to, like, help me help, like, help me kill the Black Hood. It's just like, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> and that is why Archie is trash, okay? Because his girlfriend was almost sexually assaulted, and he decides to make it about, like, ooh, but you don't like me, Hiram. Like, how will you, how will you like me? Tell me. What can I do? And, like, that's what I'm not a fan of, and... Archie's been doing that all season, and that's honestly why I think he's trash. He's I just like it's just it just seems so like I don't know like it's like you don't have any feelings about that at all. You know, it's like you're not like yeah. it's just like it it just felt so like weird. And like I'm, I just didn't understand how he could feel that way. Like how would he how would he react if if it went south? Like if he didn't make it in time, or if Veronica wasn't successful? You know. Right. Yeah. So it's like <clears throat> the idea that like like to to your point Jeremy that like <clears throat> oh well because it didn't happen it's fine. Yeah. Mhm. You know, it's like I, I just don't believe that. You know, especially when Archie was like you know the whole thing where he's like I'm going to kill you and Nick's like I you know I honestly believe that you might and I'm like me too. Yeah. Like I think he would yeah. if that's what happened. So it's like the fact that like He's just like, yeah, no, it's fine. I don't care. How can I prove myself by killing the Black Hood? You know, it's just like, I don't, it's just dumb. Like, it just, it feels like dissonant. And I understand that, like, his whole thing is he gets so singularly focused and obsessed with the Black Hood and he's afraid for his dad and all this other shit. But, like, it it just felt like such a weird way to end this storyline when I felt like it could have been a way for them to actually capitalize on the growing tension that it's already existed between him and Hiram because of the shit with him and his dad. Mm -hmm. So the fact that it was like, that seems like a logical step for this to go for him to be like, fuck you. You have no loyalty to me. I've done nothing but support you. But he's just like, no, whatever. Fuck it. I'm thinking about this other shit. That's exactly where I thought the story was going to go. I thought he was going to just, it just doesn't make sense. I don't understand why he's so desperate for Hiram's approval. This is just one of those instances where I just don't... I don't even love to hate Archie. I just completely hate him right now. I'm not buying the fact that he's that insecure with himself to really get Hiram's approval. 
Well, yeah, I just, I just don't see what he's getting out of it anymore. Like, unless it's the whole thing of like, it's not about Hiram's approval. It's about using Hiram's resources to be able to kill the Black Hood or whatever. But and that's that's I, that's how I see it. But I agree with you that like he doesn't need it. Like in you know, he's already caught the Black Hood once. I mean, he yeah. didn't, but like you know, he did it right. Like he caught a he Black Hood last time. Yeah. Yeah, right. So it's like, why does he even need those resources? Like, yeah. what is Hiram really going to bring to the table for him? And, you know, like his like other than like uh, Hiram's like mafioso killings and blah blah blah. Like Hiram's goons haven't been particularly successful no. other than Archie. So like, what's Archie worried right. about? Yeah, like, if Archie is, like, one of Hiram's top people, like, what is Hiram really helping him accomplish? You know, it's just, like, I just... Yeah, Archie... I just didn't... I just don't understand that that whole moment, like, yeah. a, a, like, and maybe they explain it next time, but it just it just do- doesn't make sense to me right now. Mm-hmm. Archie is I trash. Know. I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah, like, and, I, and, like, I think his storyline has been fun this season for a lot of things, but it hasn't been because I'm rooting for him. Yeah. You know, it's been mostly that I've been annoyed with him. Exactly. Um, like that whole that whole um scene with his mother a couple episodes ago. You know, where, where she's just like, I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, I remember I was like, Yeah, no, like I totally agree with you, Molly Ringwald. Yeah, um, <laughs> I totally agree with you, Molly Ringwald. I, I also <laughs> can we get Molly Ringwald back on the show, man? Oh man, she man, needs to straighten When was the last time we saw out? her? It was only like three, three or four episodes ago, but I already feel like it's been so long away. Yeah, yeah. You know? we just love Molly Renoir. Just bring her back. Bring her back full time. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. Give her all the money that you need to, Riverdale. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Kale, what were you going to say? Well, so I was, I was also going to say, like, Archie is – he tried to, you know, in the middle of pleading with Nick St. Clair about his life or whatever – he he brought up his dad. You gotta let me go. I've gotta rescue my dad. I was like, dude, what? That's your play? Clair <laughs> 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 doesn't give two shits about. It. He'll go kill your dad right now. You don't even have to wait for the Black Hood. <laughs> uh, one one thing. I, I guess one last thing I did want to comment on before I guess we move on from the um the Archie stuff was uh. I, I did really like the um, fucking, like, James Bond solid snake scene where he broke the chair and then fucking cracked that guy in the back of the yeah. head with the fucking leg of the chair. <laughs> like, I was like, that was pretty cool. I read that cool. I read that in Spider-Man Blue, you know, when, when Peter leans back and breaks the chair. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah, and I've yeah. always wondered if that was possible in real life, and it's not. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Have to be a shitty chair. <laughs> oh. Wow. So... I, that's it, I guess. That's it. I'm sorry. I think. So, do you guys think we'll see Nick St. Clair again? Uh, I don't know, because like I didn't think we would see him again. From like, I didn't think we would see him again twice now. Sure. So like, sure. Probably yeah, they just keep running him back. Honestly, it's, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think I think as a an antagonist, that's more on. Archie's level, I think I, I just by that I think we probably will. But yeah, but it's that thing like I, I, I feel like there's a, I don't know what they'll do next season. Right. Yeah. So if they get you know the same amount of episodes, we might see him more. I hope not, but you know he'll probably I feel show like up again. Of character who could have a bigger arc. Yeah. Even if they tried to, I don't want to say 
you know, he can try to redeem himself because honestly, look what he did. Like, there's no going back from that. But, there, you know, there could be an arc where he at least attempts to. You know, maybe later on we find out that he's still trash. That would be kind of exciting for me to say. <laughs> I don't yeah. want him to be a good guy. I don't want, I don't want him to, like, you know, come back and yeah, say, no, like, I- he's a good person. Like, the name yeah. Chuck, honestly. <laughs> well, with Chuck, I think it was, like, fine. Because, like, Chuck was a fuckboy. He wasn't a fucking rapist. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. And, That's uh, true. Like, I, I, and, like, they, they definitely have, like, shown that there's growth there for that character. Where, like, this guy is, is, is a monster. Yeah, he's a complete, yeah. You know? he's a complete sociopath, definitely. Like, like, right. Like, he's a complete sociopath. Like, he, like, his plot here was to blackmail his ex-girlfriend into having sex with him and then murder her boyfriend. And and take a million dollars from her. Exactly. Like, yep. That's some fucking lifetime movie villain shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so uh shall we move on to uh what's going on with, with Betty Jug and and the chick of it all? Yeah, the, the good chick part. of it all. <laughs> I man I swear to God, I loved this part of the episode. Oh, definitely. So good. So, you know how I have a big problem with Chick and Chick's fucking name? No. So. <laughs> what is your problem with Chick's name? <laughs> that it's fucking Chick. It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> but, so that means, so now that we know that Chick isn't Betty's brother, that means Chick and Betty's brother, Chuck, live together in a hotel and it was Chick and Chuck. Chick and Chuck. Ah. Well, they were a couple, so like maybe that was like their cute like and chip I hate name. myself a little bit more every day. <laughs> Honestly, like Chicken Chucks sounds like the name of like a great rib joint. Of a what joint? A rib joint. Like a really good rib joint. <laughs> Chicken Chucks. <laughs> Chicken Chucks. Well, next season on Riverdale, like you know, we're gonna find out that Chuck is actually alive and that the two of the <laughs> they teamed up to have a rib joint. A, they, a they rib joint. A rib truck. joint. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, watch, I'd watch that spinoff Food Wars and Riverdale No Yeah Yeah I'd watch that spinoff No Why <laughs> I mean we're watching Riverdale Why not uh, I'm still waiting for the Don't Sabrina's. you talk the way about the sh- Oh no Go ahead Jeremy. No I was just gonna say I'm, I'm still waiting for the Sabrina spinoff Where Cheryl and Betty Are the ants to Sabrina That makes no sense <laughs> I still think that should happen And it would be exciting for me <laughs> Even though, like, we already found out that, you know, what's her, oh my god, what is what is her name? Polly. Polly did not have Sabrina as a child, so, whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious, though, if it's like, oh, it's in the, it's in the distant, or the, 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 like, near future. <laughs> <laughs> she has another kid. <laughs> Who knows? Oh my god. No, stop. <laughs> enough. Enough with these crazy fan theories. Let's talk about the crazy things that happened in this episode. It's like, fine, we'll talk about the shit that actually happened. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, but I want to say like you know, Chick has been. I, I think he's been a good villain. Honestly, I don't know if that's a popular opinion or an unpopular it, opinion. It's not. Oh yeah, no, unpopular on this <laughs> show. Yeah, uh, I I have been so fucking sick of Chick. Yeah. I think well, I think it, it, he he started he started out decent, uh, and then right. and yeah. then like Betty's play against him was really good but then it just but he you just know gives it dragged me the creeps on. like that well that's the thing oh he like he did give me the creeps but it's just like but it, i felt like it never went anywhere right you know like it was like it's he killed tonight. the guy 
and then they hid the fucking body in the woods, and then just, like, nothing happened for, like, six episodes, and it's just, like, every, every episode of Riverdale, there was at least, like, two or three scenes, or a bit with Jughead, like, narrating, or whatever, it's just, like, and there was a monster in the Cooper house, or just, like, chick fucking awkwardly sitting there looking at someone, I'm just, like, like, fucking shit, or get off the pot with this guy, I'm done, do something, like, I, I need him to do something. So, before it got, before it started getting hairy, and, you know, Chick and and Alice were talking in the kitchen, and Jughead and, and Betty came in to start throwing around accusations, I 100% wanted my joke about him going, I just, you came in, and I just, like, I wanted, I was lonely, and I just wanted to have a family, and I, I'm sorry I'm weird, but... You know, I I don't I I don't know what happened to your brother. I I just wanted to be loved. <laughs> He's just unfortunately creepy, Jake. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, I enjoyed him honestly. I think his face just—I don't know—he just gave me the fucking creeps. It's a hell of a, it's a, hell of a in, face. So. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it worked for somebody. Yeah. yeah. I, I do agree that, like, you know, he wasn't really doing much for a couple episodes, though, but... He just overstayed his welcome. Yeah. I think I was just very high off of this episode, though, to be honest with you, because I was Well, like, and that's the thing! Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Th- th- I, I didn't have much to add, I was just saying that this is awesome, that's all. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I was just gonna say, like, that's that's the thing, is, like, for me, I the fact that, like, we finally got a really satisfying and, like, you know, bloody conclusion to the end of his mm. storyline. I was just like, oh, it was worth it for them to make me hate him for so long. Cause like when he just like, when like, um, when Betty was just counting, you know, when she was like 50%, you know, like doing that. Oh, and then like, he just gets that look of fear and turns tail and runs. Like it reminded me of that scene in, um, spoilers for Game of Thrones, uh, that scene in, in Game of Thrones where Sansa fucking feeds Ramsay to the dogs and just walks away with that smirk, I was just like, oh, yes, like, this is fucking bad, I love it. <laughs> and bad like Michael Jackson's bad. <laughs> I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't, I don't get that reference. I don't either. Now I never will, Boom. because just spoiled it. Damn it. Spoiled the whole thing, the whole you show. Well, ten seasons. Ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> but do you guys think the chick will come back? No, no. I, I think I think his ass is fucking grass, man. Yeah, yeah I think pretty generally when the Black Hood kills somebody, he's they're fucking dead. Because I like, love- I I think there's a real good chance that his body shows up somewhere. Like you hmm. know, or I don't know if they're just gonna kill. Because like, like if it is Hal, then like he's just gonna get rid of him and like eliminate the you know uh, threat of him even turning up anything at all right but i wouldn't be surprised if next episode we get him fucking strewn out across you know yeah, like the first part like, of the episode uh, yeah yeah right like because mm. um what was the thing like he called the hotel like a den of sinners yeah. i could see him nailed to the fucking door of the hotel or something uh he you wouldn't know? do the same thing twice yeah that's fair that's fair i forgot that that was what uh what he did to me yeah. <laughs> poor Midge. r.i.p yeah but what a bummer. Um, I did look up the actor's IMDb page. Um, Hart Denton, I believe that's what his name was. Yeah. He yeah. is not going to be in the episodes for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. He's like toast. the actor. 
At least the actor is not. But he did say in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, somebody asked, um, the interviewer asked him, have we seen The Last of Chick? And he says, we will have to see. So. Yeah. We'll see. I, yeah. I'm expecting the come back I, next season. When he says that, have we seen The Last of Him? I think it's probably that we're going to see him die. Like, we're going to see his body again. Yeah. You know, that's that's my thought. I don't think he's getting away. I have a hard time thinking that the Black Hood didn't catch up and fucking wring his neck. I think he will. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. If if it's Hal, I mean, you know, he's a big boy. I... <laughs> <laughs> he's a big boy. <laughs> uh, now, speaking of which, Pete, when you said, when you talk about the Den of Sinners, that reminded me of something. So, when Betty was originally talking to the Black Hood on the phone, and she wrote all those words down, she wrote, Midge, Svensson, Mistakes... Den of Sinners, what was she doing exactly? Because there was something I was just not connecting so, on. So, I think, I think that was just her, like, being smarter, you know? Like, I, I think, like, because they, every time that the Black Hood comes up, right, like, they end up in that mode of, we're sitting in a library somewhere with all these papers strewn around, and we're putting the pins together and everything, and I think it's just her being more experienced with being an investigator now mm. and like being like I'm going to write down all the keywords yeah. of things he says because these are going to be clues later yeah. okay. like these are things he's admitting that he did here and I have like verif- like I need to remember this because it will come up yeah because maybe she'll get into a casual conversation with somebody who just uses the words den of sinners <laughs> and then she'll be like oh that's or, black <laughs> or you know I'm thinking more of like the idea of like because she writes down den of sinners and then she's just like we need to go back to this place yeah. You know, and I think it's more that she's just realizing, like, there's always a pattern to what the hood does, mm-hmm. and that if he's telling her something, he's telling her it for a reason. Yeah. Okay. So it would behoove her to remember. All right. Uh, uh, I thought it was w- – did you guys think it was weird that she lied to Jug again? Like, when he was just like, was that your your mom or whatever? And I was, and I was just like, why Like why is she making – like, like they always end up fucking working the case together, so it's just like, why are you hiding it now again? Yeah, I, I, I agreed. I was – I have no idea why she did that. I couldn't even answer the question. Just like, what would even her motivation be? <laughs> right. Yes, but I think she had somewhat. I think when the hood called and when Betty realized what was going on, she probably pretty pretty immediately had the thought, "He's calling me to do something about this," especially if he's talking about chicks specifically. So I think, yeah. I think pretty early on, I would bet that that Betty had an endgame with that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 or, or that she was at least like considering that that option's on the table. Yeah, uh, and that is to say, I, I don't disagree with you, but Jughead wouldn't have let her go through with it. I think right. that's fair. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it from that angle. That's that, that makes sense. Yeah, or Betty could just be um, trying to hide her darkness because she was planning on, I don't know, doing something evil. Well, yeah, I mean, dark like Betty. Yep. It's a very, it's a very, what she did is a very Alice move, right? Like, if you think about mm-hmm. all the stuff Alice has done this season to protect Chick and to cover stuff up, like, I, Betty, I think, you know, uh, is really showing her, her Alice side, and and I think I think Jughead would have hindered that. Yeah. That being said, he wasn't above- uh, Beating the fuck out inter- of it. Interrogation techniques that are used by the U.S. government illegally. What? I, I didn't- What? No. Um- <laughs> hey, what is this? The, the U.S. government review? Keep your politics out of my Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys. Riverdale has always been political, and if you don't know that, that's because you don't know enough about Riverdale history. Okay? Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. Oh, God. Uh, speaking of Alice, though, can we just, like, you know, give Mädchen Amic the an applause for her acting in this episode? I fucking <laughs> love her, dude. She is so good. She is fucking brilliant, dude. I felt for her. I was like, oh, my God, her son's dead. This is so horrible. That scene with her and FP was, like, really, really emotional, I thought. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and, like, that we finally got that confirmation of what we have, like, thought for so fucking long, you know, that, like, it was FP's kid, and, like, you know, if, if Hal's the Black Hood, he's gonna need a shoulder to cry on. <laughs> FP's, uh... He's got those... Are you, are you fucking kidding me? I've been shipping that shit forever. <laughs> he's got those broad shoulders, dude. baby. Yeah, and that fucking jawline? Forget about oh. it, dude. Look at him. Like... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, please, let's get these two snakes together. <laughs> oh I did have a big crush on Ski Ulrich when he was on screen. Dumb. Maybe that we turned out to be how, a killer, but you yeah, know. like how could you not? <laughs> Dude, that guy's like what? God, he's like gonna be in his mid forties, and he's fucking smoldering as fuck. Ugh. Look at him. Yep, he, him and Luke Perry, man. He's, uh, it's just like, mm. yeah, I, I see, I see Ski Ulrich as a uh, a poor man's uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and I, <laughs> I do not. That is not a criticism. Like, that is 100% like, hey, you can't get Jeffrey D. Morgan? We got the CW version right here. (laughs) (laughs) He has better hair, though. You think? Oh, God. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, man, there's a lot of pretty people on this show. Yes. Uh, (laughs) We have to talk about it at least once every episode, or (laughs) we wouldn't be talking about a teen drama, right? I mean. Uh, So do you think we'll see the real Betty's brother? No, he's dead. I'm. I, def- I definitely. I think so too. Actually, I don't know. I feel like that's that's the end of that storyline right there. It would be. Yeah, you know. I, I think it, we're we're too far removed from it for it to. And maybe that's bullshit. Like maybe I'm just being naive. But I think like the idea of the fact that like they had a fight and he bled out and the body was hidden and all this shit or whatever. Like I I have a hard time imagining that chick hurt him enough that he thought he killed him. And didn't dispose of the body. You know? Yeah, because... Like, like where, where would he be? Yeah, because Chick, you know, when we meet Chick, he's a, you know, career criminal. So, right. yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, that does make sense. I also, though, wouldn't put it past the show. Uh, no, and I agree. Like, it's it's certainly not off the table. Yeah. But if you're asking me, do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't. I mean, I am a little bit disappointed that um that we're never going to see a makeout scene between Kevin and Chick. I will be completely blunt about that. Jeremy, listen, I can understand, like, wanting to see Kevin get some action, but that is not the guy. Well, I think it would just be kind of intriguing because, you know, I don't know. I just have this whole plot in my head where, like, Kevin's being held hostage and stuff like that. And everybody has to come to his rescue. I don't know. I'm just excited. <laughs> I think about the story for the show, okay, Pete. I think, Yikes. I think, I think what Jeremy Jeremy's really just telling us his his kinks. It's I, like I just want to be kidnapped and rescued. <laughs> you, you got me, I, and because I, I read too, and because I read too much fan fiction as I, well. About I'm gonna say I read I read that same story on fanfic.net. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're you're Riverdale Red Ray Guns? <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> no, but I'm about oh, to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh.
But yeah, I, uh, I I found that this this part of the episode to be super satisfying. It was so nice mm-hmm. to be excited for a Betty storyline again, and I'm so fucking happy to be away from Chick, even if it's just for like four or five episodes. Yeah, you know, yeah. even if he comes back somehow, fucking fine. But I'm so happy to get a little space from that character. I think I'll come back next season. Mark my words. We'll see. Mark my words. We'll see. <laughs> I will. I will. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, before we wrap things up, let's talk about the end of the episode. Uh, so, Betty comes home. She has this moment of clarity where she clearly begins to suspect her father is the Black Hood. What do we think about this? And, Kale, I, I know how you feel. So, I'm, I'm interested to hear Jeremy's take because I... Well, yeah. I mean, it's I've I've made my position abundantly clear. What what was the impetus of her putting that together? Do you guys remember? Yes. So what happens is she comes home. She's there. She's talking to her mother, and then she like looks around and she's like, "Where's dad?" And it's like he went out to look for you. And then she just has that moment and puts it together. And I don't, and I don't think that that means it's definitely the case. But like we've oh, yeah. seen Betty make leaps like this before. Yeah. Like she did that with Sheriff Keller, right? Where she's like, "Flimsy thing, maybe it's him." Yeah. And I think just the reason it was so dramatic is that it's her father. Yeah. You know, yeah, and is that she's even suspecting? To him. to be fair, yeah. I've made thinner leaps with my accusations oh, of yeah. how this this season. But uh, yeah, I just like <laughs> I couldn't remember if there was a specific thing, like if something. But yeah, I didn't remember it because it wasn't there. So yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of like a, I give it like a gut feeling, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's true? Uh, of course not. How many episodes are left in the season? Like four more or so? <laughs> I think it's three, three after this, yeah. Three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah what was this, episode yeah, 19, this I believe? Because this is what? chapter. This was chapter 23. Or 32, rather. So, yeah, and I think there are 35 episodes. Okay, yeah. So, no, if they, it, he's not going to be the Black Hood. It's it's gonna, it's a red herring for now. You know Oof. how mystery shows well Man, work, you know? I, I don't know, because I kind of think Jeremy's right, because I feel like it, it's early to make that reveal. I, I and Listen, but, I, I had the same thought. I, I, I think it will either be a major red herring, or she's going to spend the next three episodes having to prove it. I'd be, yeah. I'd be about either one, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I, at this point, weird to say. at this point, I sort of feel like either is, yeah, a solid, you know, theory. I mean, if they're going to take inspiration from horror movies, you know, there has to be a big unmasking scene or something like that. Yeah. Sure, yeah. If by horror movies, you mean Scooby-Doo, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. There should be a big unmasking scene. There's gonna, they're going to say, I could have gotten away with it. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, in Scooby-Doo, it's always an adult trying to hide something. Yep. That is true, yeah. I think that's uh, how confirmed, guys. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting because, honestly, the biggest piece of evidence for me is and, – and this is, like, silly, but but walk with me. I feel like the biggest thing that makes me think it might actually be Hal is Alice's relationship with FP. And that they've constantly been, like, giving us clues that, like – What if he goes for FP next? That, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I wonder if, like, oh, there man. really is. Cause I don't know. Cause, like, why would they keep bringing us back to that? Why would they keep showing us FP and Alice have a history? FP and Alice have, still have love for each other. They had this kid together. Like, all this shit. Like, why do they keep coming back to that well if it's not going to go anywhere? And now, assumingly, 
you know, they couldn't give us this confirmation because that would reveal, you know, the the issue later on. But in this episode, Alice, I think it was this episode, Alice tells how that chick isn't his. Yeah, yeah, he so, knew that. That was uh, one or two episodes ago. Okay, that must have been during the musical then. Um, uh, but I think it was, yeah. We couldn't be given that confirmation. Like, we couldn't, you know, we couldn't, they couldn't show us her telling him like actually telling him that it's how uh, that it's that chick is FPs because if they did that and then the Black Hood attacked FP later, that would completely confirm how. And they're saving that for you know whatever finale or you know finale for the Black Hood that they're putting together. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm not sure. I'm really not. And that's the thing is, I like that because yeah. usually. You know, it's pretty easy to like at least come up with like obviously we've we've laid out a couple possible roads here, but I feel like any of them seems equally plausible because of how things have shaken out this episode, and that's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm glad that the show's it, it it feels like we've we've been getting on the back on the right track for the last couple episodes, but I feel like this was one of the the first episodes in a while, um, at least since we came back from the the season break. Where I feel like we were really firing on all cylinders. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm really pumped for the next one. Hell yeah. Uh, So, I think that's going to wrap up the conversation here on uh, Chapter 32, Prisoners, uh, on the Riverdale Review. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us here in the booth again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, you're, you know, you've been one of our favorite guests on the show. So, yeah, we're always happy to have you back. You said that that about Olivia last week. Ooh, yikes. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Even though I was the one who asked to come back because of the late time of Lizzie Crawford. I could have said no. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You could be like, oh, God, fuck you, Jeremy. Like, stop talking about this shit. <laughs> it's like, Duncan no, is not yeah, asexual like- as much as you want him to be. <laughs> Oh, don't open that Preach. fucking big can of worms. Preach. I still think it can uh, happen. <laughs> that you guys, Jeremy, I'll do... have you know, that started the biggest personal fight Pete and I have ever had. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it did. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I need to hear more about this. Maybe after the episode. <laughs> we'll talk off mic, sure. Uh, so this is a long ramble towards the end of this episode. Jeremy, before we bounce, why don't you let the, the listeners know where they can find you online? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rodriguez Jeremy and on Instagram at Rodriguez Jeremy underscore. That's the same exact username as my Twitter account, just with an underscore at the end. Because Rodriguez Jeremy cool. was already taken. Monster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't even know who that person is, but I don't think that person's even used Twitter since like two thousand. I would or I would like be that. willing to bet you know who that person is. <laughs> Possibly. We'll He's say. got your name. Black Hood? I know. Um, okay, okay. Alright, so if you guys <laughs> want to support the show, uh, remember that you can give us a like on your platform of choice. If you really want to help the show out, you can head over to Apple Podcasts, where we are currently a five-star rated show, and uh, give us a rating. It really helps us out, and as Sean likes to say on the Comics Pals, it helps us a lot more than it costs you. Uh, if you're a YouTube viewer, you can give this episode a like, share it with a friend, and subscribe to the channel. If you haven't already, make sure you click the notification bell so that you get a notification every time that the episode goes live, because YouTube has been on fire lately. Uh, and as always, you can let us know your thoughts on this or any other episode of Riverdale by writing in to us at uh, thecomicspals at gmail.com, hitting us down in the comments below, or following at thecomicspals wherever your social media is sold. 
Um, and, you know, as long as you're not a bully or a bigot, we will read your thoughts on the air. Uh, all right. So that's going to that's gonna wrap it up here. Uh, Jeremy, thank you again for joining us. You're very uh, welcome. Anytime. Yeah, we'll have to have you back on again soon. Please. When shit comes back, preferably. Then I can be like, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We will catch you next week. Thanks, Pop. Oh, hey, uh, Pete. I, um, I'm going to college.